0: The Roses is starting right
1: now on KDWB. We're on the phone with Sophie, and Sophie has one solid piece of evidence that her boyfriend is cheating on her. So uh, let's talk to Sophie because this is not like three or four things that add up. There's one solid piece. Hi, Sophie.
0: Hi.
1: What is going on? Okay. So
0: last week, I was outside with my dog, and I was cleaning up some poop, you know, the real fun part of having a dog, right? Yes. And uh, I was like, that's weird. I, I, like, saw something that wasn't poop, and I was like, okay, what is it? And I was like, it kind of looks like a condom, and I was like, no way, it's not a condom. But I picked it up, and I examined it, and I was like, that's that's a condom. And I will be honest, like, my dog, I love him, but he has a tendency to, like, get into the trash and, and eat things that he is not supposed to. Um, so, it's not the first time I found something in his poop, but it's the first time I found a condom because my my boyfriend and I, we don't eat them. So, I was like, there's no real reason for... There's mm-hmm. one."
1: And you, you wonder, around. okay... And, you, yeah. and your mind starts to go places.
0: Exactly. I'm like, why was it, how did he get this? Where did he get this from? We haven't gone anywhere. It's not like we've been to any fun houses lately. It's just been a, you know. Well, that's, that's a good so question. Like, have you yeah. taken,
1: what's your dog's name? No. Xavier. Have you taken Xavier to the dog park? Because he might have like, you know, yeah. people are bad at dog parks. They don't yeah. walk around with their dog. They sit on a the bench. They play on their phone while their dog runs around. I'm okay. picturing a couple of youths Hooking up at the dog nice. park. There's youths hooking up in the dog park and they drop a condom, Xavier goes over and eats it. Now that's one scenario. Okay. Because the youths scenario. drop things everywhere. Do they is that the what youths, they're known for the youths do uh-huh. or are, I'm are dog
0: parks like common hookup spots that I just yeah. don't know about? Yeah, because oh, be, where have you heard this, Dave?
1: <laughs> well, they go <laughs> yeah. anywhere there's privacy. Who takes their who takes their dog to the dog park at eleven o'clock at night? Nobody. So the youth know that they can go there to hook up. These
2: youth, I tell you, I wow. know.
1: So, but here's another scenario. Let's say you were out of town or you're at work, and then what's your boyfriend's name? Tanner. I don't want to put this slide into your head, but it jumped into mine. Tanner is there hooking up with somebody while you're not home. They get dressed. They're going. Oh, where's the condom? Where's the where's the condom? Where's the condom? And you're in a panic because you can't find that condom. You're looking under the couch cushions. You're looking under the bed. You're looking everywhere. You're looking, oh, my God, did Xavier eat the condom? You. I mean, went,
0: that's been being on really in my brain.
1: I was well, like, and I don't blame you, but it could be from the dog park. But here's the weird thing. You went to Tanner and you said, what's this? Yeah. We You showed I was him.
0: Like, yeah, and I was like, hey, look what I found in Xavier's poop how did this get there? And he was like, that's weird. Don't know how that happened. And he he just like, wasn't even like shocked. Like mm. wasn't like, oh my God, that's crazy. Like how did he get that? Like he wasn't even like worked up about it. He was just like weird. And I was like,
2: if he's that chill, then that does make me
0: question because
2: we've talked about that so many times before. If he's chill about it, then it almost makes him seem less guilty. But I just am like, there's no way that would not eat at me. Like I would be like, It would be really hard for me to believe my partner.
0: Well, and I'm also like, you're not even surprised or concerned that maybe you had this. Like, it's like almost like he knew Mm. that it happened, you know? Oh, okay.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Well, you know, dogs do, I remember one time we had a collie. She was a big, beautiful collie. Her name is Gracie cleaning up dog poop there's a pair of women's underpants in her dog poop <laughs> oh, and uh i don't remember going are these your susan but i assume they were susan's but with that that was an explanation i lived in a house with a woman if susan found them they weren't hers that'd be hard to explain yeah. so we got to get a we got to set a trap for tanner and call him and say hey we'll use the old roses ploy and people say how do guys still fall for this one You guys don't live here in the Twin Cities. I'm not going to say where you live because the name Tanner and Sophie are kind of unique. And I don't want people to go, oh, my God, that's my cousins in Dover.
0: (laughs) I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, no, no problem. So uh, he's probably never heard of. uh, And by the way, they're not in Dover, Delaware. I'm not saying where you are, Um, but he's probably never heard of War of the Roses. We'll call him. We'll say, hey, take this survey, win a dozen roses. And then who do you want to send them to? Well, obviously, you live together, have a dog together. He should send them to Sophie. If he doesn't, then we're going to do a little bit more digging, see if we can get some more information out of him, and see what happens, okay?
0: Okay.
1: You doing okay? I've been better, honestly.
2: Back to Dave Ryan's War of the Roses on KDWB.
1: Binge-worthy War of the Roses. By the way, if you've never heard War of the Roses, you can hear all the episodes going back many years on iHeartRadio. Just search for War of the Roses, Dave Ryan, War of the Roses, and you can find them on there. Binge this weekend when you go to the cabin or you drive up the cabin. uh, Take along iHeartRadio. I've got a friend of mine. I'll get this story another time. He lives in the Quad Cities. He's got a cabin in Wisconsin. Drive six hours to his cabin. I said, you need to binge on War of the Roses. So uh, I don't know if you will, but what?
2: download them to your phone because i had a friend that just went to a cabin this past weekend there was no signal it was a party mm. and they couldn't even listen to music because they had no yeah. signal and i'm like oh god so download them if you want to do that you know you, it, there might be sketchy signal
1: good idea on iHeartRadio, radio you get your phone you got your radio put it on the bluetooth take it out of the boat and have some fun okay let's get back to this one this is unfolding right now uh, she's out in the backyard. I think she said mowing the lawn and she picking like up dog poop. poop and she sees dog poop with a condom in it. And she's like, what is this? And he's like, no, no, no. I mean, come on. You put I two and two together yeah. and you can picture the scenario of how somehow the condom gets lost and the dog eats the condom and the dog shows the condom a couple of days later. Yeah. We're going to make the phone call to him, try to trap him by saying, hey, you win roses. Who do you want to send roses to? (gasps) Well, I'm going to send him to the girl that I'm cheating with naturally, or I'm going to send him to my partner. That's the evidence. After we get that evidence, we'll let him know what's going on, and then we'll talk to an attorney, Jonathan Fogel from Fogel Family Law, to get his take and how this might help you and your relationship or your relationship that's ending. Let's make the phone call.
2: All right, Tanner, thank you so much for your time today. We're going to send out a dozen long stem Romantic roses on your behalf, so it won't have our company name on it or anything. So it'll look like it's very personalized, and it's just our way of saying thank you for taking some time out of your day to give us a little feedback. So um, before I grab the address from you, I need the first and last name of the person you'd like to receive these lovely
3: roses. Uh, Yeah, Uh, Jamie...
2: And just like with most flowers, we can attach a card, a little note. So what would you like that to say?
3: Not much longer.
2: Oh, okay. Um what is I'm sorry, that is me being nosy. What does that mean?
3: Well, we're we're trying to
1: work some things out and we have a plan to be together soon. Oh, so you're leaving me. Yeah, let me help out a little bit here. I I, I know this Sophie? this yeah, that's Sophie. Yeah. Um, Hi Tanner. Yeah, you're kinda of busted you're leaving right now. Me. Do you want to explain to him or what's... Because I think right now he's probably going, wait, why is Sophie on the phone? But you did recognize her voice.
0: Yeah. First, there's no roses, so... What? Sorry Uh, about that. Um, Okay. I guess. Yeah. I thought that you had been cheating on me. You lied to me about it, obviously. And so I called the radio station to have them help me. It Um,
1: all it all started if i can help out a little bit it all started when that is that is um sophie on the phone and and we are a couple of radio people from uh, minneapolis i know you guys live in but we do this bit every week where we call someone that their partner thinks they might be cheating and she found the condom in xavier's poop and it made her suspicious. So she had us call you to see if you would fall for the trap of sending roses to the wrong person, which it sounds like... And you Jamie, did. And you did. Yeah. So yeah. she put us up to that. That wasn't a real call. And now she knows that you are apparently trying to work things out with Jamie, this other woman. I
3: mean, I was going to tell you. Oh, you were
1: going to tell me? So
0: why didn't you tell me before you had Jamie over and you... You know, I found that condom, and Xavier sh- lied to me about it. Do you have anything to say for yourself? Hello.
3: Yeah, I, I, I just, I mean, I, I you're right, but what do you want me to say?
0: <laughs> wow. Um, nothing, nothing. Honestly, I don't think there's anything that you could say. Uh, thank you guys so much for helping me. Um
1: sucks that I was right, but yeah. What else can you say? I mean, sometimes when you're busted, people argue and complain and like accuse and whatever, and she just sounded like, okay, just done. But I don't think that she really had any doubt in her mind that there was something going on.
2: No. But I have a question. If this happened to you, is it harder for the person just to be like, yeah, I'm moving on, than the person to kind of deny it and like want to act like they at least want to be with you for me it would be so hard because there's no fight left in them at all like they are completely done with you that feels so
1: hard i think that when you're breaking up with somebody you if a lot of people on war of the roses they get caught cheating 90 percent of them deny it Mm -hmm. because they don't really want to break up i think he really does want to break up and there was his opening Should he have gone about it in a different way? A hundred percent. Is that what you're asking? You look confused. No, I don't understand your question. Then
2: when it's breaking up either way, do you? Would you want someone that like puts in some effort and fight at the end, so you feel like that you still were valued, like they still cared about you, or like this guy who's like, yeah, sorry, and there's like nothing. Like to me, that would be so hard. That's
1: hurt. That is very hurtful when you find out that somebody's like, yeah, I don't really want to fight for you.
2: Yeah, I feel like one hundred
1: percent. Oh, I've been there before too. I've been with somebody who is like, yeah, I found them cheating. And it's like, well, you were cheating. It's like, yeah, I'm really interested in the guy who sold shoes. So I went down to the Citadel Mall in in Colorado Springs, Colorado, scoped this guy out, walked into the shoe store. This is before the internet, so he didn't know what I looked like. So I walked in. This handsome, tall guy comes up. and He's Mm -hmm. like, can I help you? And I'm like, no, I'm just looking. Oh, you but got she didn't. Him then. But she, yeah, but she didn't fight for me. She wanted him.
2: She even told you who he was and where he worked. So oh, he
1: just, she was the worst. She was a bad human. <laughs> that just... she was a little. She was just a mean spirited, weird, very beautiful for me mm-hmm. woman. And I would just eat right out of her hand, follow her around like a puppy dog. I'm getting a little bit off track here, but you know, you've been there, Jonathan. You've been in love with somebody. <laughs> Even as an attorney, high-powered attorney in a big, huge office building downtown, huge office building, even you have fallen for somebody where you walk around like a little puppy dog, and you let him pee on you, and you just let him get away with anything you want. You've been there, right? You know what?
3: With all these people listening, I will. I am happy to admit that, yes, that has happened to me. And the sad thing is, it's happened to me more than once. Yeah, me wow. too. Shut me too, pal. Yeah, uh, somebody Jonathan. hurt me, Fallon, but I'm not even going to, you know, I don't want to get into that oh. for another time. Yeah, share that with
2: your therapist. I'm sorry. Yeah. Tony. No, we're going to go have a beer. We're going oh,
1: to meet me down yeah. at Applebee's. I'll buy you a domestic yeah. beer. We'll sit there at the beer and cry. Yeah, I saw yeah. Dave Ryan and Jonathan Fogle crying at Applebee's and the hugging. other day.
2: <laughs> on <laughs> the <laughs> same
3: <laughs> side of the booth. <laughs> be
1: a sad sight. That would be sad. Uh, Jonathan Fogle is a family attorney, always gives us some insight on what we can learn, and he is available for you, too, if you're going through a divorce, custody, settlement, anything that has to do with kids, May marriage. marriage, breakups, legal, Jonathan can help you out. So what do you get from today's War of the Roses, Jonathan?
3: Well, look, I have to tell you, there's nothing better than a story about poop and condoms. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just nothing better to wake up to than Good that.
1: combo. Yep.
3: Yeah. But I want, look, I wanted to focus on the dog issue, right? I'm going to kind of take this away from the, uh, the gross and maybe bring it into maybe the more mainstream. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I have had trials. People fight about pets, right? People love their pets and rightfully so. I, I completely understand that. And I have had trials where people have thought about their dog and who would get the dog. And we've had witnesses that have come in and say, well, this person spends more time with the dog. Or we've submitted veterinary records showing who brought the dog to the vet more often. Um, and I've even negotiated cases, right, through mediation, where we've set up visitation schedules with pets.
1: So people will actually, and it's understandable, love their dog enough that they both feel like they're the dog's person. And then you'll have to schedule visitation like, oh, I get her every Thursday through Sunday, something like that.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And also when there's kids, right? So I I, want to say these are people that didn't have kids, right? But when people have kids, I think it is important and can be helpful for an animal to go back and forth with the kids sometimes. All right, We did this when mm. I got divorced. We had a dog, and our dog did go back and forth because we both felt that that would provide our kids some stability and kind of safety, feeling like, okay, there's the dog that kind of goes back and forth, so they felt safe and secure in both homes. So I would encourage people to maybe think about that as an option, if that's
1: possible. Okay, because kids love their dogs, too, and, you know, they become so close, and you never forget your childhood dog or dogs or cat. So Jonathan is an attorney, so we always want to give, like, some sort of a tip. Sometimes it's a legal tip. Sometimes it's a personal tip. And on all your experience, this gave you an idea for something that you want to talk to us about.
3: I did, and I think about about this a lot, right? Yes, I'm an attorney. I've been doing this 30 years. I give a lot of legal advice. That's what I get paid to do. But part of being an attorney, especially in the area of family law, is it's not always about the legal aspects of the case that will get you to the finish line. And so a lot of my advice, a lot of the things that I talk about with clients are more on a personal level. And the one thing I talk about and I want to emphasize is self Care when going through a divorce. It is so important people forget about doing that, which is, look, self-care can be defined in a lot of different ways. It could be as easy as going and reading a book or joining a book club or getting a haircut or doing yoga or taking a vacation or just having some quiet time for yourself. But it is so important, and I know we've talked about this before, that when you're going through a divorce, if you're going to get through it, you're going to be a good person at the end and help your kids taking care of yourself is one of the most important things.
1: I think that just goes for any situation. I think there are so many people who are listening right now that spend so much of their day taking care of other people, and they forget to take care of themselves. And then things start to happen, like you, uh, your health declines or your mental health declines. So good advice, Jonathan. I think what you and I need for self-care is probably a couple of Mick Goldens At Applebee's, 4 o'clock this afternoon. I'll see you there. Happy hour coming early today. There. I will be there. I (laughs) could be maybe 3 or (laughs) 7. Jonathan Fogel, find him (laughs) online, FogelFamilyLaw.com, F-O-G-E-L, FogelFamilyLaw.com. Free consultation, as always. Jonathan, happy 4th. We'll see you next week, okay? Hey, thanks, guys. Have a happy and healthy 4th of July.